This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve at your service. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Um, Donna Valentine here in the studio. Steve Patterson in an Uber, Tesla, something, something on his way to LaGuardia there Airport. And that's DJ Rock Lobster. Hi. Clomp, clomp. Hey, Steve. How's the ride so far? Hey. Uh, good. I just went through a pretty connection spot as we're dealing with some bridges and stuff like that. <laughs> so uh, it, I really struggled. I, if I bail, I'll call you guys. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Window to my right. Uh. New York City looks gorgeous. You can't hear me anymore, can you? We can hear you right now, but you're cutting in and out. Which bridge are you on? Are you on a bridge? Let me ask Juan. Hey, Juan, what bridge was that? Uh, uh, the Kennedy Bridge, the RFK Bridge. Oh, oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. Wow, neat. All right, okay. Steve. Um, let's talk. I do want to tell we... you a story, but I'm worried about my connection. Well, while we have you, yes. Let's yeah. let's hear what you've got. Last night I was watching. It was late. I ordered DoorDash. I arrived at my hotel like after midnight and still ordered DoorDash. It got to me at like 12:58, and I had a quesadilla. Sue me. I can't live my life anymore. And I turn on the TV, and E! True Hollywood Story is starting. And it was all about TGIF, the big family block of programming that happened on ABC Friday nights, late 80s, early 90s. And it was unthinkable. Friday was the death spot for television shows. And then the executives at ABC were like, what if we just really like leaned into the fact that like kids are home, let's program to them. So they come up with TGIF, shows like Full House, Step by Step, Boy Meets World, Family Matters, etc. So I think they started with Full House and they did a good bit on Full House, but then they got to Family Matters and they confirmed a rumor that I'd heard before and they also, it made me think of our DJ Rock Lobster. So let me explain what I learned. Family Matters started as a story about the Winslows. Harriet Winslow, the the matriarch of the show, she was a character on Perfect Strangers with Cousin Larry and Balky Bartokamas. Oh. And the executives came and said, hey, we should spin this off. We should do something with this character. And she was excited. So then they start Family Matters. I don't know if it was late season one or season two. But they decided, one episode, randomly, for a one-show contract to write in a neighborhood, a neighbor character named Steve Urkel. Oh. And 
from the moment he came on set, it was electrifying. Everyone was like, whoa, this kid is really something. He, of course, plays the lovable nerdy character, suspenders, hiked up pants. Um, you know, people still, you're still doing an Urkel if your pants are up high and then you've got socks that are showing. Mm-hmm. It suddenly became so iconic. But the fact that, like, they, they say this in the special, that they essentially came to the cast and said, all right, listen, the show's going in a different direction now. It's going to be about him and you and how you guys deal with the, his interactions and foibles and pratfalls and all of that stuff. But this show is now all about Urkel. And they said essentially, like, we were, that did not sit well with us. It was like, really? Like, we've been doing the show and you bring in a bit actor for one show and now the entire direction of the series totally changes mm. based on that one appearance. So amazing what became of Julia White, who played Steve Urkel, because of the fact that that happened. They also ended up, after season four on Family Matters, they wrote off the other sister. There was Laura, who was the love interest of Steve Urkel. Oh, no. They wrote off this other girl without ever explaining it. She was just, bye, you're no longer in the show. And she was 14. Oh, my gosh, and, and that that's got to really... be tough. Yeah. Oh. As a kid, you're already dealing with emotions and hormones and all that. And then you get a letter from, you know, the network that's like, yeah, we're done here. Um, So I think that that was a big issue. But um, as I approached the airport, I want to tell you this. I thought, you know what? Uh, Steve Urkel is our DJ Rock Lobster. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because we we were doing fine. Everyone enjoyed (laughs) the show. And then out of nowhere comes... DJ Rock Lobster, mm-hmm. and suddenly he's clomping like a big dog. We're saying <laughs> clomp to people. People are saying clomp yep. to us. And I thought, he is our, what Steve Urkel was to Family Matters. We thought we were just bringing him in for a short stand. I thought they were going to get rid of him by now, not fire him. <laughs> I'm open to that. But I thought just they would reassign him like they do with producers on our show. Right. Instead, here we are like a year and a half later. He's still here, and people are sending in lobster claws. Has it been? Has it been a year and a half, Rocco? That's a good question. We should look. I have no idea. Sometime in 2020, right? Well, we've had two Project Down and Dirties together with him officially on our team. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah. We made the guy Fierro. Guy Fierro. Yes, Um, the guy Fierro. Fierro. Yeah, that's right. Let's look into it. Let's find out my clompiversary. <laughs> We've created a monster. You go into his uh, his studio now. It's like lobster wallpaper. Yeah, feel free to send it in. Rugs. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Some are from you, Donna. You that made this. You're right, but how, I mean, I was in Cape Cod. How it's do true. I not bring back some lobsters? Yes, I'm sorry. I, uh, is, do you have a lobster microphone cover yet? Oh, that's that a good idea. <laughs> For Steve, your studio, stop. it'd be wonderful. Sorry. Stop. See, this is the thing. It's such a lovable thing. This is like with Urkel. They probably started feeding into it. They were like, we should make an Urkel doll, which they sold a lot of. They had Urkel dolls. They had Urkel, Urkel paraphernalia. And it helped make everybody money. And so essentially, that's that's where we are. Yeah, and then yeah. Jaleel became a has-been, and that's where I'm at it, you know, sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's That was really the moral story yeah. was, look, we know where this is going. Yep. <laughs> we know the end game. I have a question for, for you, Steve. What is our yeah, end game here today? Are you just taking off now? Hello? What did you say? Are you leaving us now? Yeah, maybe he's headed. I'm right. at the airport now. Uh, Wait, but 
Okay, like, are what, we done what did here? you say, though, to me? Uh, I just want to know, are we done? Well, I would like to call in. Are you willing to take a call from me inside Sweet. of the airport, or is it more of a hassle? Let's do it. I mean, you're the your name's on the show, man. You're the guy from Ring Nation. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go check in. I'll get through security, which I hopefully I'll be back on within about, uh, you know, 15 minutes or so. All right. Then what we'll do is we'll go through that Matthew Perry interview, see what we found out um, with uh, Diane Sawyer on Friday night. We'll have some clips while you're trying to figure out where you are. Okay. I love you guys. You're my best friend. Okay. Bye. 11-11, Rocco, make oh, a wish. Oh, I'm, I'm going to wish that that connection stays strong when he comes back. This is a oh, disaster. I shouldn't have said my wish out loud. <laughs> <laughs> now it won't come true. No. Um, yeah, all right, we'll get to that. And, um, and and then we'll have a study on Halloween candy, which candy it is okay for your kids to, uh, for you to steal from your kids because they won't care. We'll get to all of that coming up on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I watched, I want to say I watched most of the Matthew Perry interview on Friday night with Diane Sawyer. He's promoting um, a new book. So he sat down with her. Yeah, I got. I had that. I'll get it up again here for you because you have sound clips for this. Don't I you, do. So the interview basically was at his house. Started out fairly light, uh, talking about you know getting the role on Friends and about having a crush on Jennifer Aniston. Um, here he is talking about that. I remember that day very well in Ottawa, Canada. I'd never drank before. And no. I- <laughs> okay, so what is it? It's above it? Um, the clip is above the... I got it. Here it yeah. Is. You had one of your serial crushes, if I may say. Yeah, I mean... How you really you- kind of chain crushed. <laughs> I did. Well, how can you not have a crush on Jerry and Courtney and Lisa? Uh, so it made it kind of difficult to go to work because I had to pretend that I didn't have these. Yes, you write in the book. I was kept wondering, how long can I just look at her? Yes. I was like, is three seconds too long? How long is... And then I write in the gratitude part mm-hmm. about her letting me do that because I'm sure she must have known. Okay, that's a little creepy, right? I mean, you have you have crushes on your coworkers, especially if they're beautiful Hollywood actresses. What are you going to do? Yeah, I guess. And it's a different time. But then I think he asked her out, and she was like, "No, let's just let's just stay friends. We're buddies." Uh, well, then Diane Sawyer um, asked about Jennifer Aniston confronting him about his drinking, and she says, "We know you're drinking." Yeah. Imagine how scary a moment that was. Um, and I said, how? I thought I was hiding it so well. And she said, we can smell it. We can smell it. And, but I wasn't in a position to stop, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what addiction is. But she was the one that reached out the most. You know, I'm really grateful to her for that. Wow. Um, I, I think this book is probably going to be helpful for people because he's being so honest at this point about what's going on. And I think maybe people who are having the same struggles will see 
themselves in these stories that he's telling. Um, look, he's like a big Hollywood star, and he talked about the lengths he would go to secure 55 pills a day. I think we're talking Vicodin here. Here's what he said. How did you get 55 a day? Well, I had to wake up and realize that I needed to get 55 of them, or I was going to be really sick. So I did all sorts of things. I had a bunch of doctors, fake migraines and all that stuff. You take MRIs? I did take MRIs. Just to get the pills? Yeah, there was nothing wrong with me. Um, and I guess the weirdest thing I did was on Sundays, I would go to open houses and go to the bathrooms in the, so, in the open house and see what pills they had in there and wow. steal them. And I think they thought, well, there's no way that Chandler came in and stole from us. Can you believe that? Can you? No, I can The cannot. resourcefulness, you know, of an addict. Oh, my gosh. Chandler shows up at an open house and starts rifling through the medicine cabinet? That is insanity. Yeah. Yeah. And 55 pills. No wonder, you know, he had that issue with his colon and... Um, well, so did he have pain? I mean, why? I mean, or, or do you just need to take Vicodin? I think he just liked the way it made him feel. I did. I he didn't really address this that I recall in this um, interview, but I think he had like a jet ski accident or something uh, at some point and hurt his back, gotcha. and that could be how it started. But he said he started drinking when he was fourteen, and that he just remembered laying in the grass and being like. Wow, I feel so good. This is how most people must feel all the time. Huh. Like he's just chasing that feeling. Yeah. Um, and then finally, okay, so the last time we really saw him was during the reunion. Mm-hmm. And everybody was talking about it like, whoa, what is up with him? Well, he actually did have emergency dental surgery. Here's that clip. Yeah, because he talked kind of funny, right? Yeah. And everybody's like, is he on drugs? What's going on with him? Yep. But here's the story. And to the people, many for whom the last time they saw you was a friend's reunion, mm-hmm. who were really worried. A couple of days before that, I had a de- emergency dental surgery, which did all sorts of things. And the dental surgery just made my mouth feel like fire. And it sounded like my voice was off. I couldn't not show up. So what I chose to do was go and just do the best that I could. Mm. He he still sounds a little off. Oh, jeez. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, is his okay? So I'm kind of new to the story. Does he still have all the colostomy stuff, or is that in his past? Don't know. I think it's in his past. I believe it's in his past, but uh, he had it for a while. Because yeah, he sounds he d- terrible. He sounds really tired. Did you watch it? Does he look okay? He looks mm, a little rough. Okay. He looks a little rough. Has he yeah. still got that friend's money in the bank, or did he spend he it He must, on because pills? his house is very nice. Okay. Unless it, they're staging it. You know what I mean? Unless it's just some random house that they rented for the interview. True, which is completely possible. Yeah, I mean... I mean, because those guys were, what, making a million an episode at the thing? And yep. Then, and then when all the deals with Netflix and DVDs, they made a cut of that too, yep. right? They're they're making bank. And yeah. it looks like um, the person behind that, like, we're going to be an ensemble. We're going to do this together, was David Schwimmer. Okay. So, Schwimmer, it was his idea... And it really ended up paying off because why not? Like how many of them are there on the show? Five. Let's count them. Okay. Ready? Joey. Uh, Ross. Rachel. Okay. There's three. Courtney Cox. Chandler. And Phoebe. Okay. So six of them. Okay. So $6 million an episode. Who knows? What would that come out to? 10 episodes a season or something? Oh no. That was back in the day when they were doing like 20, right? Okay, so um, yeah. So That's, now you're they looking. They did okay. At, they did okay. Yeah. Really, it was a funny show. I mean, and they they were making so much money off of them. Why shouldn't they be making money? So hundred percent. Anyway, that, um, so his book. Okay, so by the way, he he's clean and sober right now. Um, he wants to let people read about his journey and the tools that he has found to keep that addiction in check. Um, but yeah. So the book, I can't remember the name of it. Me either. It's like the big bad thing or whatever. Um, but it will be out any day now. So there you go. I think I'm going to read it. Are you going to? I think you, I'm going to. Are you? Is there an audio book that Steve will listen to and complain about? Probably. I, I, really, I don't think Matthew Perry should be the person reading the book. And I don't mean that to be mean. Oh, yeah, because he sounds terrible? He just doesn't. He sounds off. He sounds a little off. Um, but they should get someone really good to do it for sure. Friends, lovers, and the big terrible, terrible thing. thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I don't like audiobooks. I don't know. There's something about it that's it's not the same as turning the pages and putting it on. I your own agree. Voice. But if you're spending a lot, of, I mean, how long is your commute? Half hour? Yeah. See, that means audiobook territory. That's true. All right. Well, then I need a car that has... Or you might want to listen to My Talk 1071 on your FM dial. That's what I always do. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm just looking to see when it comes out. Oh, here we go. November 8th or something? It looks like tomorrow. If you... I'm on Amazon right now. Let's say you wanted to get the Kindle, you would get it tomorrow. Okay. Excellent. I also saw this story about Simon Cowell, who said he was a nightmare child because he started drinking and smoking cigarettes at eight years old. Yeah, no. Then he once nearly burned the house down. He was trying to prove his bro- prove to his brother that Father Christmas wasn't a thing. So he found a costume and set fire to the beard. Uh-huh. He dropped the beard on a sofa and sent the whole room up in flames. Oh, he sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. He was arrested when he was 12 for pointing a pea-shooting gun at a bus driver. Oh, my God, Simon Cowell. Anyway, in case you haven't heard, today is 
Halloween. Mm. And I got the top Halloween candies your kids will not care if you steal. We'll get to that and more coming up next on My Talk. Uh, welcome back to the show. I've got a study. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Does everybody have enough candy? It's going to be so nice out around here, so... Might want to stock up. You might see more kids than you normally would. Just telling you. What kind of candy you got, Rocco? My wife did all the candy shopping. So you don't know? Really don't. I, th- I think I saw the bucket the other night, but it didn't do much for me. I wish she wouldn't bring it into the house. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. All right. Well, How about I'll tell you, you what. Um, I have, um, you know, Hershey's, Reese's, peanut butter cups. Um, I've got some full size and then I have some fun size. Just plain Hershey's? I think so. I think I bought a variety box gotcha. of 20, and that was what was in there. Yeah, I mean, it's chocolate. Stick it in some peanut butter, all right? But anyway. you also do have chocolate and peanut butter. I do, indeed. That's so great. Do you do anything, you know, put on some uh, cobwebs on your house? No. I'm not, dress I'm up the like least a witch? festive person you'll ever meet. Even for Christmas, I don't do lights outside the house. I can't. I'm a one-man show. I can't. I. You have a roommate. Make him work for once. <sighs> Are you kidding me? No, that will never happen. But I just, I do decorate inside. I just don't do outside. Anyway, so if you want to read your kids' Halloween, um, you know, stash, guilt-free, here are the top candies to steal because they don't really like them as much as we do. Dove dark chocolate bars. Mm -hmm. First of all, nobody's handing that out. Probably right. Uh, Andy's chocolate mints. Never heard of it. What? Andes chocolate mints? Yes. Oh, like A N D E S? Yes. Okay, then I have heard of that. Okay, those are I was really thinking good. of somebody named Andy. Oh. Oops, Steve's calling. Almond Joys. Ever heard of them? Kids don't like those. Oh. Hey, Steve. Top Guys, hat. Yeah. I, I'm in, uh, I'm trying to move away from suddenly, like a concert in the middle of LaGuardia. Oh. They have redone the airport, as I mentioned, but they have this fountain display. Kind of like the Bellagio, like it, except the, the fountains come down from the ceiling, and it's really impressive. And I wish I could have stopped and taken some video for you, but if you look up, I don't know, LaGuardia, New Fountain, something like that, it'll probably show you. But they had uh, some, like, sassy new version of New York, New York that was playing there, too. So it's something. Can I update you guys on something else? Sure. Please. Could you guys say yes, please, Pappy, when I say something like that? Hey, can nope. I update you guys on something else? Sure. Oh, I forgot. You don't like <laughs> sure. You don't like that. That's the weirdest thing no, I've ever I, heard. That's why I wanted yes, please, Pappy. Hey, could I update you guys on something else? Uh-huh. Ahoy. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Um, it was a little bit, you know, I fly Delta, and this time I was flying uh, American Airlines, and uh, so it was in a little bit of like a different terminal area. And I was not TSA pre-check. Let me just tell you, Money Monday, uh, this is unofficial, but the greatest $75 or $125.89, I forget what it is, not expensive. TSA pre-check is the best money you'll ever spend because it lasts for five years. And one of the key differences being you don't have to take your belt off. You don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your laptop out of the bag. It's a whole 
different way of traveling that until you forget to add it to your reservation, then you realize all of the little, they're minor inconveniences, but all of those add up when you're looking at a travel day. And uh, I just went without TSA pre-check and oh my goodness, it's, it's everybody go out, sign up TSA pre-check. The, again, the best, let's call it a hundred bucks, best hundred bucks you'll spend. And it lasts for five years. It's a um, real deal. Just a heads up. It doesn't work for international flights. That's oh, I'm sorry. Is this for your Belize trip? Was it not going to work for the Belize trip that you bailed on? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just right. saying, I didn't expect you to be like, you know, pushing back on the international. Oh, well, travel. I think that's you, an important, very much an important uh, asterisk. Thank you. That is, well, I think the other thing that they have is clear. But Clear is not at as many airports yet. And so TSA PreCheck, there's a line for TSA PreCheck every airport you go to. Clear is in a lot of the major metropolitan areas, but not everywhere. So that's a small little caveat to that as well. There's probably something else. I don't know, Global One or something like that. I have no idea. But um, anyway, can't say enough about how pretty this airport is. So now who would have ever thought, Donna, you probably grew up maybe going to LaGuardia sometime, or I don't know if it was always Newark, but... This used to be sort of a laughing stock of an airport. So was Newark. Newark was a dump. Um, And it's slowly improving. Um, Yeah, I think they spend a lot of money. But anyway, Steve, before before you called, we were going through a list of candy that it's okay for you to steal from your kids because they don't care about it. Oh, okay. So, So I don't know what kind of candy you've got that you're giving out. Do you? It's a it's a real variety pack situation. Okay. All right. Well, Dove Dove Dark Chocolate Bars and Andy's Chocolate Mints and Almond Joys, you can have all you want after your kids go trick or treating. <laughs> Baby Ruth bars. It's just dead to them it may as, yep. may as well be like pennies. Okay. I, I'm just surprised that butterfingers are on this list. Don't kids like butterfingers? Do they funny? Ever since Bart Simpson stopped mm-hmm repping them and endorsing them those i grew up with bart simpson commercials nobody better let her lay a finger on my butterfinger you don't even see commercials for them anymore and my kids don't care about them at all and we have them but they just don't care about them that's so interesting to me okay well kids don't like mints they don't like heath bars that's surprising to me those are good too. I bet it, it's the marketing guys. It's all marketing. I think you're right. Um, Heath bars, York peppermint patties, and whatchamacallits. That's also shocking because whatchamacallits are great. But I've never had a whatchamacallit in my life. They're good. I think they're peanut buttery. They're wafery and and I don't know. They're very good. But here's what you oh, can't yeah. steal. You can't steal their sour punch twists. They're Pop Rocks, okay. they're Airheads and Nerds yeah. and Gummy Bears and uh, Double Bubble Chewing Gum, Sour Patch yep. Kids. Th- th- this is all up our alley. Yeah, well, you and I, we love sugary, gummy candy, but I get it. If you're a kid especially, that's got a higher resale value than an Andy's Mint or a Heath Bar. Right. As good as a Heath Bar is, you get a, if you get a Dairy Queen... Keith Bar Blizzard, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, like I said, it's, it's the marketing. And Donna, tonight is what will happen in living rooms all around these United States. 
do they celebrate Halloween internationally? Let's get back to that. But is the pillowcase full of candy dumped on the ground, and our kids will sort of organize them, and they'll, like, get all their Sour Patch Kids <laughs> over here. And then they'll figure out how much they have of each one, almost like they were separating them as quarters, dimes, nickels, and pennies. And then they start doing trades with their cousins or friends saying, hey, I don't like these. I give you three of these for two of those. I, I think that that's a really fun little after party. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So what are your kids dressing up as? Let's talk about that. Um, my oldest girl, Adeline, she is going with another girl from the neighborhood as fairies. So they're doing this, like, really cool face makeup thing and a little headdress and this purple whimsical thing and then um, wings. Grayson is just – Grayson just has, like, an LED mask. So it's got, like, some fun LED stuff that happens, but it's not, like, a specific character. So – I don't know. He's just going as a mask guy. Let's say that. <laughs> and then Lila Lou is going as a vampire. <laughs> Although, you know, my little Lila Lou, that little sweet girl. Um, I just love her so much. But she's also, you know, a little bit unhinged. And so she started <laughs> yesterday. They did a trunk or treat at our church parking lot. Fun. And she's got the white face paint on and then black around her eyes. And she had her hair up and she's in this vampire outfit. But Lou said to me by the end of it, she was looking like the Joker by the time she did her third <laughs> trip around the cars. Her hair had started to come out a little bit. The white paint is running. The black paint is running a little bit. And she's, you know, has this, again, I mean, she just has my heart. But she has a maniacal grin <laughs> that'll leave you kind of like think Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, you know, my like, gosh. What happens next in this scenario? So she's doing that. And then little guy, Dev, it's his first time really trick-or-treating. He was in the stroller last year. And he is going as a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And he's really? so excited. We've been working on saying trick or treat and happy Halloween. And I think he's going to do uh, really great with, with all of that. And by the way, Donna, yeah, as I sent you a picture, he has this dinosaur book right now. And it lists out all the dinosaurs, what period <laughs> they're from, the Jurassic period, the Cretaceous period, all this stuff. But with each dinosaur... It says the dinosaur name, and then right below it in parentheses, it says, it sounds like this. And then they have it broken <gasps> down syllable oh, by syllable. I could have used and that. So we got so we got to Triceratops. And then Grayson, I didn't get good enough video of it. He started imitating you, Donna. <laughs> One was called a Troodon. And he was like, I bet Donna would say like, Trodonodon. <laughs> Legacy is an inability to pronounce dinosaur names, but some of them are quite tricky. Triceratops is certainly not one of them, but boy, (laughs) many of them are very challenging. (laughs) Oh my god! Anyway, and Rocco, your Rocco's son went as uh, the the more cowbell guy. Yeah, and then he switched it up today. So he went to a Saturday party as more cowbell, and then tonight he and two friends are doing kind of a coordinated Stranger Things thing. Fun. And he's Dustin. Really fun. Yeah. So he's going oh, as Dustin. So awesome. He's he tried to get the Science Museum uh, dinosaur sweatshirt, but it didn't work out. So he's got like a mesh hat and a wig, and uh, you know, like a '80s kind of denim Cute. thing going on. Yeah, it should be fun. Super fun. By the way, fairy. Oh, really by the way, is the number one costume in Minnesota. A list came out of the most is- popular costumes in every state. And yeah, yeah, fairies. Say what it is again. What's at the top of our list? Fairies. What? Fair, you... Fairies. Fairies. Fairy? Oh. oh fairy. 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 fairy
Steve, you want to take a guess at what the soup is? Um, oh, well, yeah, it's a, it's a Monday. It's Halloween. It's going to be like, they're going to work it in like spooky ghoul cabbage soup or something like that. Cabbage is involved. Okay. Which, which is, which it's going to be witch's brew, something like that. All right. All right. Well, we're going to find out when we come back. Are you sticking around or are you leaving? I'll stay here if you guys want me to. Rocco? Yay. Yeah. Yeah. All I'll right. stay here. I'm going to walk pat, pat. to my gate, but I'll hang out here. It's great. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, uh, all right. Stick around. Bye. We'll be right back. Final stretch of the show on My Talk 1071. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, guys, how about the Vikings? Yeah. They won their fifth straight game. One. Yeah, 34 26, Cardinals. Go Vikes. And uh, while we're doing sports yeah, talk, uh, game three of the World Series is tonight. They are tied one to one. So. Just a little heads up from your athletic supporter, Diva. <laughs> yeah. You, you. You've been doing a little more of this sports talk recently, and I find it really, uh, you know, it's always interesting. You always catch me off guard with it, so thank you. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, how's everything at One the airport? One more last bit of uh, information from LaGuardia. Yeah. Um, if you're tuning in today, it's been a little bit of a weird show. I started the first half of the show I did um, at the Live with Kelly and Brian offices at uh, WABC in New York. I did an Instagram live with them for their big Halloween show today. And then the second half, I was in a Tesla getting driven to LaGuardia Airport because it was all like, hey, I can do this, but I want to be able to do the radio show still, and I want to be home in time to trick-or-treat with my kids. So I have a 1.39 p.m. flight, and everything seems to be going well. Um, We've had a couple of times where I've had to drop off, and you guys are so wonderful and have carried the show. Um, I'm sure it sounded even better without me going in and out. But I want to tell you that I'm at LaGuardia, and one of the cool things about this redesign, and you know me, I'm a simple person. I'm easy to impress. <laughs> but they have these, sky, like imagine our skyways, okay, in downtown. They have them here connecting one part of a terminal to another part. But what's so cool is right below you is, in Minneapolis, we would just have city streets. Here they have like the airplane street. And so it looks, it just gives you this really unique view looking down onto planes. Because usually at an airport and a terminal, you are eye level with them because that's how you're entering the plane. But these little skyways allow you this really unique perspective of these planes as you look down on them from, I don't know, maybe four stories up, something like that. It's really oh, cool. cool. See if I can take a picture. You guys will love it. Maybe I'll make it my Christmas card. Oh, okay. I'm going to do Dave till Christmas. Oh, jeez. Uh, I am going to put Starting my Christmas, tomorrow. Christmas decorations up today. Yeah, oh, you really? heard me, right? Yeah, I think so. Just a little. I'm just going to start trickling them out little by little. You know what we could do? What? Maybe we could do a, um, like a little intentional uh, movie viewing thing where, like, not a forced movie review. You know, that's all rights reserved, property of the uh, the morning show. But a couple of Christmas movies, like, for instance, Elf. You saw Elf once, thought, thought it was dumb, but we feel like maybe you could go back and watch it again and enjoy it. Maybe there are a few Christmas movies that that you could watch that, that are like Stevie Boy's favorites. So, like, The Holiday, uh, The Santa Claus, All right. Elf. It could be our gift like to each other. Others, and we could do one a week. Okay. All right. 
my favorite my favorite is the silver spoons christmas episode <laughs> um that would be my gift to you guys it's it's a gift that you'll keep on giving also the facts of life christmas episode where they do um they put on a show for in a men's prison that's a good one too <laughs> Really? Do yeah. they? I don't remember uh, that. See, I think awesome. these are my gifts. What are you going to give us, Donna? Um, I'm going to give you a gift card. Thanks. Don't you have a? What's your favorite thing that Steve I, and I, I love? Seen? It's a Wonderful Life. We've seen it, right, Steve? We've seen it. Yeah. Steve has not talked. seen the whole movie. Yeah, I okay. have. No, I have seen all of It's a Wonderful Life. Mary, what do you want? I have, and I just maintain that while it does warm the cockles for some people, it's not a cozy Christmas movie. It's you get a Christmas scene. At the end of an otherwise bleak movie. What else you got, Donna? He doesn't like that one. Okay. How about... Like Holiday Inn, mm, Die Hard? uh, Maybe Die Hard. Well, I have another episode for Donna to watch. Donna, you should watch... um, I'm trying to get you to watch The Office. You should watch The Office, their original Christmas episode, Yankee Swap. That's a great one. Okay. You really love it. Original meaning the British one or the American one? No, I mean the American, their first... Because these became a tradition for them. Their big Christmas episode each year, you're always looking forward to yeah. it. It was their first one that they did, and it was a white elephant gift exchange kind oh, of thing. Oh, fun. Okay. Santa. And um, it's great. It goes really sideways. I love it. Should we do a white elephant? No. This is what we should do. Make each other watch our favorite Christmas right, things. that's fine. That the other people yeah, don't Yeah, that's know our about. gift. Are, are you sure? sure? We're still waiting for years. Did you, did you find one? No. I'm not really a holiday film watcher person thing just put on hallmark <laughs> well said put on hallmark you know and you'll see yeah you know, let's get belanger in here he'll hallmark it up yeah, for us you know girl comes home to celebrate christmas after a divorce and she runs into her um high school sweetheart at the grocery store and then she yes. invites him to dinner and then they get together I could write these myself. Yes. Um, I don't. I, I'm oh, this to is think, great. Do I have a favorite holiday movie? I don't think I do. I don't. It doesn't even occur That's to so me to scary. watch to watch Christmas movies. You don't ever be like, oh, I can't. It's not. Yeah. It's not Christmas unless I watch Sound of Music or something. Nope. Okay. Not really. Oh, Donna, that's weird for me to hear from you. I agree. She seems like a traditional viewer of stuff. <laughs> do I really? Yeah. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but I bet, I bet she watches probably Dateline as like uh, you know a Mary Murder or something like that. And she probably gets into that and is goes there, full tilt on some eggnog. Is there like a Monsters um, um, kind of Christmas? I think there situation? is a Monsters. I think there is a Monsters. Yeah. Just to be clear, Donna has mentioned it's a Wonderful Life and now the Monsters. It seems like she refuses to watch any Christmas movie in color. <laughs> Well, I was trying to put Halloween this? with Christmas so I can watch something like that tonight. And the monsters are monsters. Oh, you could, you know, you could watch tonight, Donna. You could watch um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I've seen that. Because that's uh, Tim Burton. It's kind of dark and twisted a little bit. This is Halloween. This... I'll get back to I don't you. Know. All right? Just trying... All right. All right. Guess, you know what time it is? Oh, you ready? Oh, yeah. Soup after. I got uh, I got the number now. I don't need to call the front desk. Oh, you do? You have a direct line? Pretty sure. Let's try it. If I remember it right. Yeah, direct line. Here we go. Wow. You talk, Steve. What if I got it wrong? Okay. Say your TV, Steve Patterson. Tell them I'm in New York. Yeah. All right. They're faking us out. They have caller ID. No soup for you. Fitting. 
your call is being forwarded uh, to a mic. Oh, my Oh, for the love. This show is a disaster. I do know the entree is chicken yeah. pot pie. Oh, well, that doesn't sound Oh, fun. really? That's so good. He might call back. One he of my has top color 10 ID. meals I've ever eaten really? was a homemade chicken pot pie. Two, almost three years ago when we moved in, the day we moved in, a, a friend, Abby, brought us this homemade chicken pot pie. And I'm not lying. It was one of the most satisfying meals I've ever eaten in my entire life. Oh, it was divine. Whose lunch are you going to steal today on the plane? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's such an exciting moment when they come around and say, hey, here's what we've got for our uh, for our service today, our lunch or dinner, whatever it is. And then they tell you, you know, oh, it's beef. Like, I really hope there's an impossible burger. But I would also crush crush a sandwich because here's how I'm looking at it. I shot all the episodes for Ring Nation season one in the books. Oh, yeah. I just did some Kelly and Ryan stuff this morning. It's time for me to start plowing some hoagies and thickening up for the cold weather that's coming. So I don't whatever they have, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it and try to jack the person besides me, too. <laughs> and you are in first class for sure. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it, I'm in first class five C. Now this is American Airlines, so tomorrow do tune in for the um, very relatable uh, first class showdown. Who does it better, Delta? Or American Airlines. I'm a Delta guy. Obviously, I am. Silver medallion. And so I'm going to try to find out uh, what the difference is. But I won't let them know I'm a Sky Miles member. I want to be treated well. Although maybe they would try to woo me like a free agent in sports. Sports talk. I'm probably saying too much. You know, I'm being loud in this corridor. People, and no one cares, though. It's so New York. Not a single person has stopped to be like, why is this guy doing this so loud? Yeah. No, no one's going to even look at you. I love how you said it's so relatable. (laughs) <laughs> the whole first class experience yes. you know i'm trying to relate to my audience yes. not even yes, close queen. not even close remember we met with that guy recently and they were talking about uh, uh, uh someone had told us in a meeting recently rick d's rick d's they he knew that he was no longer approachable when one morning on his radio show he was talking about what sort of plane he should buy yeah like, yeah. call now. Have you ever tried to buy a plane and struggle yeah, between like, twin prop or, you know, and it's like, okay, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe Rick out of this conversation. Scale back a little no, bit. No, I only fly first class if someone else is paying. Otherwise, I'm a cheap SOB. All right. Do you need a ride from the airport? No, I parked my car there. All right. I'll just pay them like a gazillion dollars to get it back. And then, uh, be fine. and then, yeah, we'll trick or treat. All right, well, we'll do a Halloween recap tomorrow on the show. We'll be back to normal, we think. Yay, love you long time. Yay, Uh, safe travels, Steve. We'll see you tomorrow. Rocco, have fun. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.